I'll tell you where we're up to. We are up to um, with a wide line start on Cafe Armored Base. 16 lines down from where it starts getting wide on Cafe Armored Base. The line starts with Erevor. Oh, yeah, two dots. Yeah, you get two dots. Sorry, that was just a better way. Yeah, in line with. Yeah, Valais Love my my Royam. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Yeah, everyone got it? Okay. So, we had a Mishnah on. Wait a minute, going back to the Mishnah Cuff Base Armored Base. At the bottom there was the Mishnah, just to remind ourselves. The Mishnah said that, like this, <coughs> Yorad Litzbal, he went down to go to the mikvah. Im Yochalala If he's able to go into the mikvah, come up from the mikvah, cover himself, and say Shema, all before Netzachamah, before sunrise, he should do that. And if he can't do that, he should cover himself with water, which means just his neck should stick out of the water, and he should say the Shema. Now, now come the words that we're going to discuss in the Gemara. But just to remind yourself, the Mishnah says, He shouldn't cover himself with water, smelly water. Nor with water which has been soaked with flax or with canvas which would make tents out of it a smell all, all bad smell until he puts additional water into it that's it that's a, that's the part of the mission we're going to discuss now so now going back to our cafe Omid base etc you shouldn't cover himself not with smelly water and not with water that's been uh, soaked with uh, flax or canvas and also gives a cut off a bad smell until he pulls water into them put, put clean waters into them so it says Gomorrah how much water does he need to put in if you look at Rashi Rashi says he's going down into a mikvah this mikvah is 40 sol, and we know what the size of a mikvah is a sizable thing. So this water is smelly water. And how much water do you have to put into it to take the smell away? An enormous amount. Right? And remember, we're talking about somebody who's in the last minutes before Netzachamah, trying to get up and say, Krishna, before Netzachamah, he hasn't got time to start pouring gallons of water in. So what does it mean? What does the Mishnah mean? No, what the Mishnah really means to say is as follows. There's something called Chesura Mechsura of Ahoche Ketone. There's words missing out in the Mishnah. What the Mishnah really is, is as follows. Lo Yiskase, you shouldn't cover yourself. Lo Yiskase, not with smelly water. Lo Yiskase, and not with water which has been soaked with flax, etc. Klau, at all. You can't do that, right? Because you can't possibly add enough clean water <coughs> to take away the bad smell full stop now then what's this business about where it says he should pour water in now there's a missing words in the Mishnah and that he should have said in the Mishnah completely something completely new as far as the mikvah is concerned you can't use it 
have smelly water you'll never be able to get enough water to make to make it a good, into a good smell you can't use it full stop a new subject which is not mentioned in the Mishnah but they explain that this is what should have been said in the Mishnah or Meraklaim if you've got a Kali which has got a small amount, amount of uh, Meraklaim of urine then you've got to wait that's where you have to pour the water into and then you can say Krishna so again, so the, what the Mishnah is, got two things. As far as going into Yorah Litzbal, you went for Tzvila and the water was smelly, you can't use it. It's impossible because it, whatever amount of water you put in, it won't be enough. However, there's another case where there's a small amount, and we'll see exactly how much we're talking about. What the, You've got a Kaylee with a little bit of Meirag Lime in it, then you can say Shema and Tzvila, etc., etc., as long as you pour in a bit of water. So that's what it means. That's what that. Is is at all regarded as water? No, no, no. You have to pour water into the meirag lime, so you mavatl the meirag lime. All right. Oh, how much you have to pour in? That the Gemara will now discuss. Tom Rabbanon, kama yatilatayichon mayim. How much water do you have to pour? Into the Meiraglaim in order that you can say Shema. So, says so the Tanakama culture, and he dropped the smallest amount of water that you put in, that's enough. And remember, the reason is because we learned before that when it comes to Meiraglaim, it's the, the Is of Derisa is only as it's exiting the body. But once it's already in the Kali, it's only in Midrabomon. And therefore, it's and they were makal and they said even if you put a small amount of water even if that water is less than the Meirah climb, that's good enough Reb Zakeh says no he's more machmer and says you've got to pour a rubis of water into it right even if there's and he's also in a way makal because even if there's more than a rubis of Meirah but a rubis of water is enough to be mevatli to give you an idea of what a revius is, it's like say, say it's between half and, and two thirds of a cup like this. So it's already it's a lot more than a marshal. The tanda well, tan- comes say just a drop is good enough. <coughs> All right. Um, yeah. Oh, so now, okay. Um, Omer of Nachman says of Nachman, Machlokes lebasof. The whole, we said there's Machlose names in the Tanakam and Rabzakai. Tanakam says Kolshu, any amount is good enough. And Rabzakai <coughs> 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 says Revius. Where's the Machlokas between them? Only where the Meirag lime is already in the Kali, and then the water is poured in afterwards. Right, then there's the Machlokas. Only in such a case as Reb say that you need a revius. But if the water is in the vessel first, and then the meraglaim comes in afterwards, then even Reb who says a revius, will agree under such circumstances, if the water went in first, then it, then you can put in just a small amount, just a drop is good enough. And Rashi explains why. Because we've got a, a klau or kamo kamo bottle. Yeah, which means like this. Each drop of the second liquid 
so you've got water there but as the Meiraglion uh, comes in as each drop it, it, we look upon it halachically as if each drop is coming in and as each drop comes in it's bottled the water is mevatlet right so therefore you only need a small amount of water Rabbi Yosef says no the other way around Machalokas lechatchila the machlokas between Tanakan and Reb Zakkai is regarding where the water is poured in first. That's where Reb Zakkai's machmen, he said, you need a revere. And, and, and the Tanakama, a makel, they say, you, you only need a mashul. But if the water is poured in afterwards, in other words, the meirah climb is there, and then the water is poured in afterwards, then even the Tanakama who says, normally a culture who is the smallest amount is okay, he will say a reverse is necessary. Omne Rav Yosef so Rav Yosef. Remember, Rav Yosef is the one who said, because of the Machlokes between Nachman and Rav Yosef, how we learn the Gemara. Or, you know, under what circumstances do Rav Zakkai and, and, and Tanakama argue. So Rav Yosef says, Machlokes is Lechatchila. Right? So Lechatchila, that means, he says, the whole Machlokes is where the water is in first. So Rav Yosef, who says where the water is in first, nevertheless, he said to his attendant, "Icily reveres to my Rav Zakkai, bring me a reveres of water in accordance with the opinion of Rav Zakkai." Because remember, Rav Zakkai said a reveres, and Rav Yosef said that the machloikas is where where the water is poured in first. Nevertheless, if the water is poured in first, I still want to be machmer. And we should pour, and uh, we should have at least a revere. Torah ah. Grav If you've got a potty, which is used for excrement, or you've got a pot used for meraglaim, and it's present, also licorice kriyashma connectedon. You cannot say kriyashma next to them. Now this is the important point. Even though there's nothing in them. So Rashi explains as follows. Grafa of it, see Rashi, When do we say that even if there's nothing in a keli, but it's a keli that's meyuchud, that's specifically set aside for meyuch or or for uh, gedalim etc. When can you do it when it's when it's cheres? It it's a pot, oh, it's a Very good because <coughs> it absorbs it. it. Absorbs it. It's in the inner lining of the of the sort of keli. And Tyson says the same. Grashal rei perush rashi shal cheres balua mashma leparusha avul keli to loibolak. Guns a chuchi say it's a glass thing. Efshadashori. Perhaps it would be allowed. It doesn't say definitely shori, efshad the shori. The mashma from the, from the Rashi and from, from the Gomorrah. Okay, so that is a situation with a potty. You've got a keli, which is a meyuchot for that. Now, what about meiraglaim atzmon? As regarding urine itself, right? So then we say, and that, that is a say in a keli. Rashi says that's in a keli, but it's not reserves. That keli, is not specifically set aside for that, and it happens to be in a keli. Then it, you can't say shema at yotel teichen mayim. There you can pour water into it, right? So there's a difference. In other words, if you've got a keli, which is meyuchud for meraglaim or for gedolim, even if it's empty, you cannot use it, and there's no use even pouring water into it. It's no good. 
Whereas Meiraglayim, if there's Meiraglayim itself, but not in, in a Kali, which is not normally used for that, specific for that purposes, then you can be muscled to Tachmayim. So the, so the Mephoshim asked, how can Meiraglayim itself be better than an Ovid, than a sort of a potty? So the potty's got nothing in it. So the Gemara answers uh, similar to what we just said. Because if you've got a Kali, which is always used for that, there's so much of it already. And remember, we're talking about Klicheris, it gets absorbed into the Kali. And it becomes like a toilet itself, or worse, it becomes like a, a receptacle, it becomes like, like, um, uh, like excrement. And the excrement, you can't pour water in and to nullify it. It's only a special colour we've got with, with Meirak Lime, as we said, because it's only also derives when it exits the body. So Midrabonon, it's, it's, it's okay to be muffled with mime. So that's actually with, with, with urine itself. But if you... No, because I just said I think you, you, I don't know whether you'd come in yet. That Rashi and Tosis both say here, we're talking about a klicheres, is is um, earthenware, earthenware, and earthenware <coughs> is very very absorbent. So once you've used it a number of times for 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 meraglaim or for for gadolim, it, it it gets absorbed into the walls, and that's that, that's why even though there's nothing in it now, you can't say shema in front of it. Yeah, earthenware is something, yeah, yeah. It, which uh, it, the, the walls will absorb whatever it is. Well, that's why you can't cut it. That's right, that's why the only way to do it is to break it, yeah. correct. What's the, what's the Lash Nakodesh Pret? For what? Hmm? Uh, no, when it absorbs it. No. Balua. Balua, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, until you pour water into it, but <coughs> what we're saying is, you've got a Kaylee which is not specific for it, but it's got Meiraglime in it, you can pour water into it, how much water do you have to put into it? Again, the same Machlokas as we had before, that's why the Gemara mentions it, it's the time the says, Kolsu, any amount suffices, and Rebzakeh says, Revis, Rebzakeh says, Revis, which fits in according to what we said before, Nachman. Okay, bein lifnei meta bein laacha meta. The 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 continues that this din applies whether this container, this problematic container, is in front of the bed. So you're standing there, and you're in front of the bed, and that, and it's there, right? So there's nothing intervening between the person and the container, or whether it's behind the bed. So the bed does intervene between the person and the container, right? Because the bed does not constitute a valid partition. That's what the first part of the of the Bryce says. Rishim Gamliel, I mean Rishim Gamliel says no. La If the container is situated behind the bed, then you can say <coughs> then you can say the Shema, because the that the bed serves as a valid partition. Right. Well, because you've got the bed in front of you. I know, but why? Uh, this is the thing in Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says that if you're standing here yes. and you've got a bed in front of you yeah. and the, the this pot 
even if it's empty, is behind the bed, then the bed is enough of an interruption between you and the pot to allow you to say Krishna, because it's not in front of you. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, we're gonna, that will come to in a minute. That will come to in a minute. <coughs> if it's in front of you, then obviously you haven't got the bed as I have seen. You cannot say Krishna. And then it says, He can move away four Amas from the container, and only then he says Shema. Then we've got another shit. So we first had the Tanakama, then Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. Tanakama says it doesn't make any difference that's not enough it does not represent enough of a partition Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says it depends if the bed is in front of you or not because the bed is a partition <coughs> <coughs> and then we've got a third shitter even in a house with an area of a hundred amas either you take it out of the house or you put it underneath underneath the mitter and the reason is because <coughs> it says we learn out this fossil from <coughs> your camp has got to be holy <coughs> and what Shimon ben Elozi is saying is the whole house is considered your camp so if you've got such a pot somewhere even if it's in a different room Right, you've got to take it out the house, or you can put it under the bed, and then the bed completely envelops it. That's a different story. Now, now we're going to look more. We'll come to how high the bed has got to be. In other words, how high off the ground does the bottom of the bed have to be? That we'll see very shortly. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. So then, no. we, even they have to own it, they have to went out all out of the camp totally. Oh, can oh. me that it was inside the outside the house. They had to do it. Yeah, because they had they, they had a machan. Yeah, because there they had a machan levia and a machan israel. Yeah, so if you keep it in the same machane, you had to move it. Yeah, you had to push it, get, take it far away. Here we learn from the Hoya Machanecha Kodesh it applies to your house. Your machane is your house now. Now we don't have a machane levia and a machane Israel. Your machane is your house. No, a machane Israel is not enough to go behind his house. He had to go ten kilometers on, on out of the whole machane. Yeah, but yeah, because because in those days they had a machane Israel. Yeah. And if you lived in the machane Israel, so you had to take it out of your machane. Nowadays there is no machane Israel. So what is your machane? Machane is your house. So, you know, you can't, if you've got a pot, you're not expected to take it to Brixton. <laughs> you know, <coughs> you take it out of your house, that's good enough. Alright? I don't know, I just heard that in the LBC, I don't know. Okay, fine. Um, right. No, no, because the Gomorrah said, you crush your rave, obitual mera glime, the afopisha embain clum, even though nothing is in there. And Rashi explained, because it's, because it's, because uh, it's earthenware, it's in a way like a toilet itself. Because it's absorbed the, all Which the... Which means an ordinary part wouldn't matter. That, that's what Tyson said. That's yeah, what Tyson, I was I outside a minute. You were just yeah. outside. Yeah, an ordinary part If you look at Tyson's there, crush your rave, can you see the, uh, the Tyson's there? No. Yeah. 
Pirush Rashi shall cheres balua. Ah. Mashman the Pirushai avokeli to light bala. Ah. If you got keli light bala, you can use it. It's like glass. Efshe the shari. Efshe is allowed. Pardon? Yeah, of course. Uh, even of course. if it's not clean, if it's not if it's got nothing in it, even if you haven't cleaned it, if you've got nothing in it, it'll be okay. No, Gerald. Yes, yeah, yeah. Even if you didn't, no, that's what you mean. Clean it. No, that's what he means by clean. I mean, there's no, no cleaning. There's mean, no extra uh, washing it afterwards, like uh, water. Yeah. Okay. Now, answer Kashi Boilo Heicha we had in, in this b'risa like this. It says Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says La'acha mita kairoi lefnei mita ena if this fending pot is behind the bed, you can say, because the bed serves as a valid partition, and then, <coughs> and then he carries on and says, He should distance himself four amas, and then he can say the Shema. Oh, so now the Gomorrah is going to ask, this is he saying this on the, on, on the first part of after the mitzvah, he can be kareh machiku abba amas as long as he's machik amas. Or if nea mitzvah abba machiku abba amas kareh. See, the Gemara will talk it out now. Iboilu heichek oma when Reb Shimon Gamliel says abba machiku abba amas kareh. What does he mean? Does he mean as follows? Does he mean acha am acha hamitzvah kareh meyad? When the container is behind the bed, he can say shema immediately. No problem at all. So the ah the avomachik who abba alifnei a mitzah machik abba amos v'kairei, but in front of the mitzah he's got to be machik abba amos. So <coughs> in other words, the machik abba amos is only said on the words lifnei a mitzah. But if it's behind the mitzah, you don't have to move at all. Is, is that is that that's one way of looking at it? You're always talking there. He's got the face towards the the part. What if he turns it back to you? Then looks he looks out of the sea. He, he doesn't look see the. So yeah, no, no. But this talking, the he has he's, he has done it in front. He says Shema in front of the pot. Yeah. But he turns his back to the pot. <coughs> doesn't make any difference because it <coughs> it <coughs> is so balua. It's in in the thing. It's like in front of a toilet. So, I Dilma, or does it mean hachikama? No, When it says he's got to distance himself four amas. That's talking about if it's la'achameta. Then even if it's la'achameta, he doesn't get away with it scot free. He's still got to walk four amas away. If it's in front of the he can't read at all. So in other words, it's Machik Hu Daladamas. Does it refer to whether it's in front of the bed or behind the bed? You can say, if it's in front of the bed, then he's got to move Machik Daladamas. If it's behind the bed, he doesn't have to do move at all. Or you can say that if this Machik Daladamas is behind the bed, and if it's in front of the bed, nothing helps. You can't say it at all. Even if your Machik Daladamas is no good. Machik Daladamas is only if you've got the interposition of the bed between you, you've got the interruption. That, that's what the Gemara is asking. Um, the one position I don't understand is where the, the, the pot is behind the bed, yeah. the bed is, 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 is interposed as a, a 
yeah. structure. Yeah. And, and, and then you have to move four amas away. away. <coughs> because he's saying is it's not enough since it's in the same room it's not enough of an interposition just to have the bed you, in addition to the bed you've also got to move Daladamas away because it's in the same room that, that's the two stolen we'll see what the Gemara comes out at the moment but that is the two, the two situ- positions the two positions if you want and the strict disease you can't fit at all exactly strict disease that Rabbi Shimon ben says take it out of the house or put it under the bed Toshma the Tanya because we learned in a bride so Rabbi Shimon ben Eloza Rabbi Shimon ben Eloza says Acha he says it mefurish now Acha if it's aft if it's behind the bed Karim yard. you can read straight away no problem you don't have to move Daladamas. Lifneya Marik Arba Amas. Alright? If it's in front of the bed, then you can be Marik Daladamas. So, what does this, what does this come and teach you? This Brysa comes to teach you that when you say, or when Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel said, Marik Hu Daladamas, right? That is only when it's Lifneya if it's la'achamita, you don't have to move at all. Because it says mafurich. Rabshim and Allah, I'm a'achamita karimiyad. If it's behind the bed, you can say krishima immediately. Lifneyamita, machik abba Only when it's lifneyamita, you've got to be machik abba So that explains that when Rabshim and Ben Gamliel just mentioned abu machiku arba amas, that's only if it's lifneyamita. If it's la'achamita, you don't have to move at all. Then it carries on. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, I mean, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says, "A filu bias mea ama, even if a house has got an air of a hundred amas, you can't say shma until he removes it from the house or he puts it under the bed." So this way we understand the brisa, the way it states it now. It's clear. It's absolutely clear that the moving that dalad amas away. <coughs> to, to only wear the containers in front of the bed but if it's behind the bed then you can say Shema immediately so says the Gemara buy on if she on it is true that we've resolved what have we resolved we've resolved <coughs> that where it says that is only if it is in front of the bed if it's behind the bed you don't have to move it at all we've resolved that but what about Masnis and Kashinar Dodi? But the two brides they contradict each other. Who says what? Why? If you look at the first bricer, who's the one who says that you can? In the first bricer, what's Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel say? You machik dalad amas lifnei amita. If it's lifnei amita, machik dalad amas. What does Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel say in the second bracer? Not even a hundred. Exactly. You've got to take it out. You've got to take it out the house. You've got to take it out the house. And and similarly, Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar, in the first bracer, what does he say? You've got to take it outside of the house. And in the second bracer, he says, "Don't you just have to be marked aladamus lefneyamita?" So you've got two different. What's going on? Oh, so what's going on? How can how you you brought a bracer to prove one part? But you've made problems for yourself. 
you prove that when it says that's only lifnea meta you don't have to move it. That's fine. We understand that. But th- th- they're contradicting each other. What Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says in the first brayser, he says something different in the second brayser, and what Rabbi Shimon Ben Eloza says in the first brayser says something in, 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 you know different in the second brayser. Answers the Gemara, Apech Basraisa, as the Gemara always does. Change it round, change the second one round, and then it'll all fit in very nicely. <coughs> Just as Rabbi Shimon Ben Gamliel says in the first brayser, Marchi Dalamas Lefnei Amita. So he simply says in the second brayser, you'll say the same. And Rabbi Shimon Ben Elazar said in the first brayser that you're going to take it outside your house. In the second brayser, he will say that as well. So all lovely, all all all, all works out very well. Says the Gemara, my chosid apachta basraisa. Who says? I mean, Gemara just says change the last one. How do you know? Ah, who says you have to change the last one? Perhaps the first one. We've got Rabbi Shim ben Gamliel and Rabbi Shim ben Elazar say something in the first brayser, and they say the opposites in the second brayser. So we say change the second brayser around so it all fits in very well. You can check, perhaps you change the first one. It'll also fit in very well because if you change the first one. Then, then everybody will be saying the same thing as well. The answer the Gemara: Man shamat leid omer kula ba'is ka'arba amastomi. Who is it? About whom have you heard? Who says the entire house is considered an area of four amas? Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar. So Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar says in the first brayza that the that the whole house is considered like daladamas, and you've got to take it outside the house. We've only heard Rabbi Shimon ben Eloza say that. So therefore, if you, you change the second one to fit in with that one, because that, if you wanted to change the first one, then it would say Rabbi Shimon ben Gamaliel says that, that you say outside the house. We haven't heard that Rabbi Shimon ben, ben Gamaliel says that. So you say it's only Rabbi Shimon ben Eloza. Now there's a interesting, very interesting Rashi here. If you have a look, Man Shamatle, who, who have we heard? Who has holds this shita of kule bias ka'arba amastomi that the whole house is considered la arba amas what he said vaya machanecha kodesh? So what does Rashi says? Lo yadati heichani. I don't know where it says. And if Rashi says, I don't know where it says it in Shas, he knows. And what's more, if I can draw your attention to the side, you got Gillian. Have you got the Gillian Shas there? Yeah. Gillian Shas is Rebbe Kiva Eger. And can you see where it says Rashi Dibra Muskel Man Shamat Le Loyodati? The Chaimba Rashi quotes out the whole Shas, every place where Rashi says Loyodati. Wow. All right. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I don't know how many people apart from Rabbi A. A. Cohen, Efter, and his son, but I don't think there's many people who could quote every single place in Shas. And this was well before computers, this was 250 years ago. Every single place in there where Rashi says, I don't know. Rabbi Kiva Eger, yeah, that's, can you see the Gilin Ashas? Have you, have you got it? Oh, you haven't got it in your thing. Oh, if you, have a look in the, uh, in, in Victor. <coughs> You'll see on the side. So many places. Yeah? He says also quite a few times. Oh, but this is the greatness of Rashi. When he says, Layadati, it means all the other times he does know. <coughs> of course, if they're big enough to know, the person says, "I don't know," you know, I'm something like Rashi. That's 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 a goddle. That's that 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 that's a great man. So he says, 
he doesn't know where, where this comes from because we bring the whole thing is when we said turn round the second one why? the reason the second one is because we know who have we heard says the Gemara who says that the house is considered like uh, Daladamus and therefore you've got to take this offending pot outside the house it's no good to put it behind the bed or mark it Daladamus etc you've got to take it out of the house that's Rabbi Shimon ben Eloza says that and therefore that's why we have to change the second one rather than the first one and on that Rashi says I don't know where the Gemara gets that from that Rabbi Shimon ben Eloza says that and that's just as an interest you know the Gilead adds and these are all the places where Russia says I don't know. They're not that many. If you look, if you realise that there's, uh, I don't know how many Duffin Shas, two thousand seven hundred or something like that, right? So he, I don't know how many they are. They're twenty five or thirty or whatever. So, uh, so that, that that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Okay, I hope you don't mind. I'm just ending a little bit early because I'm feeling a bit.